Hello, welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I am your host, Gaina Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking through all things expat and living in the fabulous Emirate of Dubai to starting my own fashion business and manifesting, plus being a mom to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So happy, happy Friday, everybody. I hope you're really, really well. I hope you've had a really, really good week and are excited for the weekend. Oh, we had such a lovely Eid break. It was just, well, it was just lovely. We did some lovely things. Um, we went out for, for pizza um, on the first night and we went out, we did a brunch on Saturday and we went went with some friends and we sort of had a, um, just before the summer, a sort of break up, um, break up from school um, brunch, which was just really, really fun. And it was so loud in there. <laughs> And they had um, a live band on, a couple of live bands on, actually. But they were just phenomenal. And it was just a real party atmosphere in there. Um, And we just had such fun. And we were all up and dancing. And the children were having an absolute whale of a time. Uh, And they were just playing cards. They literally played cards for about four and a half hours all afternoon. We didn't take any devices or anything. Um, and yeah, they were just playing cards and just having fun together. And they were talking to, to the band and the singers and everything and trying to get them to play songs that they liked. Um, but the food was lovely and the, the staff are always lovely as well. But it's such a bargain. It's like, I think, 149 dirhams we paid uh, per person at the Pizza Express brunch. But I say the food is really, really good. And well, it's just a party in there. So we ended up... Um, our friends actually invited our children to have a sleepover at theirs afterwards. Um, so Richard and I came home and that was an impromptu um, in, invitation that we weren't expecting. So although we were a bit tired after partying all afternoon, having a couple of glasses of wine, um, it's an opportunity, isn't it? So I said, well, we need to go out. <laughs> um, so we ended up going to our local pub. Luckily, they've actually put a pub on our um, our sort of estate. Um but Richard hadn't been there, so we walked to the pub and, uh, yeah, just carried on the evening there. And there was a singer there, sort of like an Ed Sheeran type entertainer, um, and he was really, really good. So we finished off the evening there, so that was very nice. Um, and I did the networking event for the, the female network Dubai on Thursday, uh, which was at Oula on the Palm. And it's, I have been there before. I went for my birthday a few years ago, but it's such a stunning location. And the actual restaurant, it's very um, sort of tiki, um, you know, just got a real holiday vibe in there. And the staff were so lovely and so helpful. Um, but yeah, I did a pop up there as well. And so I took took all my, my rails and my, my clothing and everything. And it was just, again, a real pleasure to go out, meet all these different women that I hadn't met before. And again, there's just a lovely, lovely atmosphere and everybody's so rooting for each other, um, you know, and interested in, in each of the stories and everybody's different. Everybody's there for a different reason. But there is just a real feeling of community at these events. Um, and I even ended up doing a talk to I, I think there was around about 35 women there Um but the organiser kindly let me do a talk about podcasting. Um, so that was stepping out of my comfort zone. 
But I thought, do you know what? You've just got to do these things. Just do it. See how you get on. Forgive yourself if it doesn't go quite right or you didn't sound quite right. Um, And I think by going into things with that attitude, you're sort of going easy on yourself and you're sort of supporting yourself and just taking each of these opportunities as a a learning experience. Um, so don't worry if you fumble over over your words. Um, I say as I'm fumbling over my words. But it was lovely. So I, I spoke probably for six or seven minutes just about podcasting. But also um, offering help. So if anybody wanted to start a podcast or um, was suffering from imposter syndrome, um, you know, to ask me any questions at all. And it was just really, really lovely. Um and then, yeah, I say that you know, all, all the girls were, were sort of looking at my clothes. Um, I made some sales as well, which always feels incredibly joyful. Um, but yeah, it's just so, so lovely and just a great, great experience, full of positivity. And I was just so, so glad that I did it. So, uh, so yeah, so we did that as well. And then the rest of the time was just very much getting myself organised, um, you know, for, for going back to the, the UK this weekend. So super excited for that, obviously. And then we've got to go to Liverpool pretty much straight away um, because we need to renew Oscar's passport. Um, But apparently in some um, European countries now, they want you to have longer on your passport if it's a UK passport. Um, It used to be six months, but I think now it's either 10 or 12 months. Um, So, yes, maybe check that out if you are due to travel. Um, But, yeah, so we've literally got to to land and then go to, to Liverpool the next day. It's all all fun and adventures, isn't it? <laughs> so yeah, but no, super excited. And then we're we're off to Wales then. So we've got so many lovely plans, and just feeling very uh, very summery and very excited to to see all the family again. So yeah, so I hope you're um you you're sort of excited for the summer up ahead of you. I hope you've got some nice plans. Maybe you're going away somewhere, and uh, yeah, just get getting all all the wardrobes and the suitcases ready. So in today's episode, I actually want to talk to you about overcoming tests from the universe. So in my manifesting episodes previously, if you've listened to any of those, um, you've probably heard me mention quite a few different examples on when I have been tested um, and how I've recognized most of the time, um, certainly after a while of practicing the law of attraction, that tests are quite a, a sort of um, a, a normal part of manifesting anything. And I think sometimes if you are trying to manifest something a bit bigger, um, you will probably be tested um, along the way. Um, and for me, as time has gone on, every time a test shows up in my life now, so if I'm trying to manifest something, and then, you know, I'm, I'm doing all the work towards it. I'm taking steps towards it. Um, I'm really believing that it's going to happen um, and offering, you know, sort of gratitude every day and feeling happy and positive every day. Um, then when a test shows up that basically is telling me that what I'm trying to achieve isn't going to happen, uh, sometimes that it's definitely not going to happen. I always feel incredibly excited now. Because I know that what I'm trying to manifest isn't far behind. I just have to overcome this test. So an example of that would be me trying to view my dream house at Christmas when the estate agent cancelled 
on me an hour before I was due to go and view my dream home. Um, so that that was a test. So the exact thing that I was trying to achieve and had really planned and worked towards, um, you know, was was sort of blocked. So now I know to get excited, but also not lose faith that that thing is still on its way. Um, and maybe there's better timing, um, you know, or maybe things have to shift a little bit in order for it to happen. But sometimes the universe will also test you by offering you something that is very close to what you're trying to manifest. So, for example, if you had in mind that you wanted to work for Google and you'd got the the specific role that you wanted in mind and you'd always thought how incredible it would be to work for such a vibrant company um, with so many opportunities. But then when you're out, somebody that you know also has a company similar to what Google do, and it's only 10 minutes down the road, um, and they actually offer you a job. Um, So in that particular case, you might think to yourself, you know, that's a fantastic opportunity, and I can't turn that down because it's so similar to what I was trying to manifest. But really, that, that would actually be a test because it would be checking with you whether or not you really believe that you could get a job at Google and that you feel that you're worth working for such an exciting, vibrant company with so many opportunities, or whether you're prepared to settle for something a lot easier than that, um, where you don't have to commute as as far, where you know somebody that works there, so it would be very easy to to sort of uh, settle into the company. Um, And that can be very difficult because you you worry about turning your back on something that is so similar to what you're trying to manifest because you worry that maybe this is what you're trying to manifest and maybe nothing else is going to show up and this Google opportunity is never going to get there for you. So the decision to turn away from it um, basically shows faith to the universe that you believe that you are worthy of working for Google and that you have complete faith no matter how long it takes because it's also about timing um, you know that that you have complete faith in the universe that it will bring to you what you're trying to manifest and we can also fail tests from the universe sometimes because we're impatient So in that particular case, you know, the job is there, it's offered to you on a plate, it's just down the road. Uh, So why not just go for that? But really, your dream career is working for an exciting company, maybe in the city, um, so that you would probably get the social life that would go along with that as well. So maybe drinks, drinks after work on a Friday. Um, Plus, I say there's so much scope for for where you can go with your career after working for Google and how amazing that would look on your on your CV. So it's all about just holding that faith um, and not wavering on it at all and just truly believing that it's on its way and being relaxed about it as well. And when we can overcome these tests and trust that the universe will give us exactly what we've asked for or something even better, we're then rewarded with opportunities. Um, and Francesca Amber, again, mentioning her <laughs> probably for about the thousandth time in my podcast, um, she actually said that she used to be quite a, an obsessive manifester. So that once she'd seen something or once she'd got her mind set on something, she wasn't prepared to look at other opportunities um, or sort of 
waver from from what she'd got in mind. Um, so an example of that is that she had actually seen um, a picture of a guy that she wanted to manifest into her life. I don't know whether it was in a magazine or something. And she'd actually got this picture on her vision board. Um, and she said, that's the man I'm going to marry. Um, and believe it or not, a couple of years later, she did actually meet this man and they got married. Um, but the thing was, the marriage wasn't a happy marriage um, and that they did eventually separate. And what she actually says now is she wishes that she would have sort of left herself open a little bit for the universe to guide her into what would make her truly happy. Um, so what she normally says now is, I want to manifest, you know, whatever it is, um, either that or something even better. And that's what I've now started doing about the house that I've seen in Chipping Norton. Um, because everything is telling me that that house will be mine, um, that there's a Lebanese takeaway in the village and we love Lebanese food, that the the price of the house dropped on the day that I said it would on my podcast on the exact same day. Uh, so everything is telling me that, that that house will be ours. But who knows, and touch wood, I could still insist on getting that house. So the universe would help me to get that house. And then we could move into it and it could be prone to flooding because there are lots of sort of um, streams and uh, there's a ford at the bottom of the road. Um, although I have checked that obviously with the estate agent and it is a very, very old house. So who knows, maybe it could be a bit of a liability and would end, us, end up costing us a fortune. So what I now say is, you know, we I want to manifest the farmhouse at the right time or something even better um, because there could be a house 10 minutes down the road that is even more beautiful, um, but doesn't have the, those liabilities, perhaps. And that is just an example. You know, I still believe that I'm going to get the farmhouse, but I don't want it at all costs so that, you know, if there were a better option you know maybe an even more beautiful house at a perfect price uh overlooking fields or something like that i'm also open to that um and that can be quite difficult because i was very set on that particular house and still am um you know i had real emotional feelings about this house and i've only ever felt that in my life sort of with one other house um and it was quite difficult getting on a plane on Boxing Day and flying away from that house because I'd found something perfect. And, you know, I could visualize us there. I knew that it was the house for us. So then getting on a plane without having making, made any sort of moves towards it to, to sort of secure that house for us, it really did feel like a pull. And, you know, that, that whole journey home... Um, just felt very emotional. And I say, I, I don't feel like that very often. Um, but everything about this house was just, you know, speaking to me. Um, but since I've come home and I've had time to uh, sort of evaluate things and have a bit of space, I'm still very much, like I say, working towards that house. But at the same time, I can relax because I know that the universe will either give us that house, which it certainly looks as though that's going to be ours. Um, but if there's something even better, then, then the universe will, will show us that house. And it's about sort of letting go um, and also overcoming the, these, uh, these tests that come up in the meantime, like the estate agent not showing up. 
And I was actually reminded, and it was something that I hadn't thought about in years and years, um, but just when I was making some notes about this episode, um, before Richard and I had even bought our first house together, we actually went to view a three-storey house. And it was beautiful and we absolutely loved it, but it was more than double what we could afford, um, literally to the number, you know, it was it was double what, what we had, um, but we fell in love with this house and it really played on our mind afterwards, but we felt sort of a, a, almost like a feeling of sadness that, again, we'd found something perfect that we would absolutely love to live in, that we imagined feeling so happy waking up in a house like that. Um, but we couldn't afford it. So as time went on, um, we ended up buying an off-plan property um, that took a couple of years to build. And then eventually we moved into that house. And we were so happy in that house. I think we were there for, I don't know, maybe four or five years. And we had our neighbours next door who we absolutely loved. Um, You know, we really were close friends and just had such fun with them. We also got married whilst we were living in that house. Um, And that overlooked just um, sort of not quite fields, but it was just like a a playing ground in in front of us. So it was a lovely, lovely location. Um, And it was brand new as well. So everything was all crisp and clean. Um, But then after that house, um, we actually started looking for something bigger. By then, our neighbours had had moved moved out. Um, And I think sometimes with quite small houses, you do tend to outgrow them after a few years, um, or just a, a looking for something, something new, you know, a new start. Um, and we looked, we looked at a few houses, sort of not, not too far away from where this one was. Um, but we ended up looking at a, another three-story house um, and completely fell in love with it. I think for, for both of us, having something over three floors just... It's just so lovely and it just feels so cosy um, because they're not sort of massive rooms, you know, quite small rooms, but all on three floors. Um, and it was just lovely. And the, the lady that lived there, she'd actually, I think she was very much into like wind chimes and dream catchers. Um, so very whimsical, her style. But she'd done pretty much the whole house in pastel colours. Um, so I just completely fell in love with it. I think the living room was like a, a, a light purple. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just completely fell in love with it. Um, the funny thing was, though, when we walked into the house, we went to take our shoes off uh, to have a look around. And she actually said to us, don't worry about doing that because this is going to be your house anyway. And it was so funny because I wasn't practicing the law of attraction at the time, but it was as if she'd got a feel about us um, and we'd obviously got a feel about the house that we just loved this house. And it was actually an ex-show house as well. And what you sometimes find with show homes, and this is actually, we've bought two show homes now. So our house in the UK um, was also the show home. Um, but what you often find is that um, everything is a little bit more upgraded to sort of appeal to buyers. So it had got the grey stone flooring in the kitchen um, and the nicer kitchen cabinets and things like that. Um, so, yeah, so we completely fell in love with it. And it was all open plan as well. So there was an archway going from the kitchen straight into the dining room. Um, a little garden as well, which was perfect for us because we're not gardeners. Um 
but yeah, everything about this house was lovely. And the living room was on the first floor, which I just thought was the coziest thing ever. Um, and it was down like a little, um, I suppose like a, not a private road, but it was a road off the main road going through the estate. So it was down a, a nice little quiet sort of lane. Um, so we just completely fell in love with it. And everything went according to plan and we managed to get the house. Um, So nothing complicated there at all, which is sometimes the case when you're, and I wasn't manifesting at the time, but but again, maybe I was still doing all the things that you need to do to be able to manifest, Um, you know, thinking positively and keep thinking about it and visualizing yourself there. Um, But yeah, it was very, very easy. So we got the house, we moved in. We were so happy living there. Um, I had Molly whilst we were living there. Um, And then I became pregnant with Oscar after a couple of years. So then again, we outgrew the house um, and then bought the the house that we now have in the, the UK. And again, that was a show home. And I think what it is with me, because I don't have much vision in terms of decorating and interior design. Um, Although now it's a lot easier, isn't it? Because you just go onto Pinterest and you say, I like that. I want that. Um, But yeah, I didn't really use Pinterest or anything at the time. So um, I think whenever we've been to see a show home, because it's all, all the furniture and everything is there, you know, we just sort of like that exactly as it is. Um, and yeah, again, we, we bought the show home and we even negotiated with them to throw in all the furniture and all the curtains and everything. Because um, obviously a show home, once that house is sold, um, all those furnishings and things probably aren't going to be much good to them. So yes, yeah, so, so we managed to get all the furniture and everything thrown in. Um, but yeah, when I was actually writing this episode, it suddenly occurred to me, and, and this may seem strange that it never occurred to me before, but the actual house that we got, the three-storey house with the stone flooring, was actually, if you counted in numbers, two doors away from the three-storey house that we'd viewed like sort of five years before that. And we'd completely forgotten about it because our lives had moved on. Uh, We'd lived in a different house since then. And we loved this three-story house so much. That's all we were thinking about. But really, that is an example of the universe showing you what you're trying to manifest or something even better. Um, And it really was something better because the house that we'd been to see was sort of on the... It was only a small road, but it was still on the main road of the estate. Whereas our house was down this little um, little lane where you didn't have any through traffic at all. Um, plus sort of the outlook on, um, you know, the house that we actually bought, lots of trees. And it was only like a one minute walk to the, the park. But there's also like a wooded area. Um, there's like a, a sort of a nature walks that you can go on for miles. Um, and that's what we used to do when we lived in that house. We used to walk, walk for sort of a good hour. Um, because it was just so lovely and so natural around there. So everything worked out even better than the first house that we had completely fallen in love with. Um, So I'm really glad I've remembered that today because that again gives me complete faith that if that particular house in Chipping Norton isn't going to be perfect, then show me something even better and I'm open to that as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 just very, very exciting. But I think the point is that whenever you are given um, challenges or whenever something that you're striving for doesn't quite work out or, you know, the job that you were going for, you didn't get, 
it's because that there's something even better that's on its way to you. And maybe you can't see that, you know, you're so disappointed that was exactly what you wanted. Or maybe that particular job isn't right for you at this particular time, but maybe in 18 months when you've got a bit more experience, that job will be perfect for you and you will feel more confident in that role. Um, so just have, having that, that complete unwavering faith to get over any disappointments but as I say, sometimes the test will just be something simple and it's quickly to overcome. And then you're back on the road again of what you're trying to manifest. But don't be deterred when something doesn't quite work out how you thought, because just believe that you are worth the thing that you're striving for, um, you know, and that it's on its way and that the universe is there to help you completely. Um, so, yeah, it just makes you feel good. And it also helps you to overcome obstacles and makes you more resilient in things and I think really in life you do have to be resilient because you can't be completely knocked off course you know every time something doesn't work out the way that you thought it was Um, and disappointments do happen but I don't think that should derail you from what you're what you're trying to achieve um, and still keep going and still keep working towards it and try and relax a little bit as well. You know, just trust that everything, uh, everything will work out okay. So I hope you've enjoyed that episode. I hope that's been useful to you. Um, and I say particularly in a manifesting journey, if that is something that you're you're really working on at the moment, you will see those obstacles. Um but I say when you're familiar with the law of attraction and maybe you've done a little bit of reading, um, you, you will sort of know and recognize these these lessons when they do happen. Um, a really good book as well is Manifest by Roxy Nafusi. Um, she's basically written a seven step guide to manifesting, but it's very easy reading and a really enjoyable book. Um, and she's actually got loads and loads of of examples in there, which which I personally find very useful and quite interesting to read about. Um, and she actually said when she first started her podcast, um, she sent a message out and she was feeling really nervous of doing it. Um, but she sent messages out to a couple of people. Um, one of them was a famous person. Um, to be a guest on her podcast and she was feeling really uh, you know worried that she might be bothering them or you know a, a little bit embarrassed about doing it and um, straight away she got a message back from this famous person turning her down um, and saying that really they don't feel comfortable talking about personal things about them um, so obviously she felt crushed she felt almost for a moment that that was a sign that, you know, she shouldn't be doing this or that she wasn't worthy of having guests on her podcast and all these kind of self-doubts. But it's about being confident and believing that you deserve these things. Um, So then straight away, she sent a message out, I think it was to about five other people. And she got yeses from all those other people. Um, And since then, her podcast has grown. And they even did an advertising campaign around London for her podcast recently, you know, big billboard posters advertising her podcast and how hugely successful it is now. Um, But if she would have fallen at the first hurdle, you know, that that would have been it. She she wouldn't have, have sort of then achieved what she'd manifested and what was really, really on on her mind that she wanted to achieve. So don't be put off when things don't quite go according to plan. Keep going. (laughs) 
but yes, you can find me on Instagram at Gaina Above the Clouds. Um, my online store is Above the Clouds Boutique. So if you're looking for any cute summer clothing, beachwear, we've got some lovely tops on there. Um, just a bit of an update for your wardrobe. I offer 10% discount for your first order and free shipping. And if you've ever got any questions at all about anything that I've talked about, you're more than welcome to DM me at any time. Um, and I'd love to hear from you. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to help. So if anyone has any questions, um, that's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.